Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp and after coaching hundreds of online entrepreneurs, it became very clear that the vast majority will look to grow a successful business unconsciously as a solution to feel enough, to feel worthy, to feel safe and secure. And if you've ever felt fear, doubt and uncertainty on this journey, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's in here where we uncover those unconscious patterns, where we face them head on and through connection, through consciousness, through courage, you start to find your true freedom. Because I believe building a successful and aligned business starts with your personal awakening. So take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. All right, as I welcome you to this next episode, you might want to take a deep breath in and out and in and out. And no matter where you are, whether it's listening to this on a commute, whether it's just hanging around your house doing some different activities, whether you're sitting down and actually doing some sort of reflection and and wanting to get some really cool uh, bite-sized pieces of information so you can advance in some level, you might want to start feeling your body. As you breathe deep, you might want to start feeling your heartbeat, feel the vibrations, the sensations in your body. Can you notice the vibrations in your hands, in your feet, in your legs, throughout your chest? Can you start to notice how alive your body is? And as you breathe deep, you can feel yourself being pulled back to this present moment. You can't focus on a breath and focus on the future, right? Stresses of the future, anxieties of the past. You can just be in this present moment and this is going to be really important. As you listen throughout this episode, you're going to start to feel more and more aware of this moment, more and more aware of your body. And that's important because you can start to pay attention to what's been holding you back throughout the day when you've been trapped in thoughts. And this is what this is all about. It's all about gaining awareness to where we're in thoughts when we're in our stories and not knowing it. And this podcast is all about your personal awakening and what that means for your business success. Now, what is your personal awakening? A lot of people are saying, what does it mean to be awake? I wake up every morning, right? When I, when I get up out of bed, that's my awakening. And I say, that's a perfect metaphor. That's a perfect analogy that we're going to use because when you start to wake up, you start to realize the things you didn't realize before. And you start to notice things that gain you a deeper insight in terms of yourself, your life, and, and what to do moving forward. And I just finished reading. I just cover to cover i just read eckhart tolle's book a new earth for those who haven't read it i'd highly recommend it especially if you're into this sort of stuff it's a powerful book and i'm actually giving out um, some of the copies to some people who are leaving reviews to this podcast which it means the absolute world to me that this community and and the people are are jumping on board with this type of stuff and and leaving reviews for me to to spread this word so i've been actually um randomly selecting people who have been that giving out some uh, comments and and some reviews and uh, and sending them sending them this book because it's I'm just literally just going back to chapter one and doing reading it again but one thing uh, Eckhart Tolle says is your awakening is really the separation between your thoughts and awareness now hone that in for a bit it's the separation between your thoughts and the awareness 
It's being aware of what you're thinking. It's stepping back and seeing, okay, I'm the observer of these thoughts. I'm the observer of these stories that I'm living in. And what I find is that what holds a lot of business owners back is when they're not familiar with when they're in a story and when they just believe their thoughts. So we all have stories, even me. The reason why I do meditation two hours a day and sit in silence is so that I can become more aware of what the hell is going on in my head and what I'm not seeing, right? So when I meditated in the past, I've just had so many breakthroughs of you know, sadness would come up and anxiety and stress and worry and doubt all because of these stories I'm believing around money, around what could go wrong, around relationships, around vulnerability. And it's just a, it's an absolute game changer to start being aware of those stories. And so what Eckhart Tolle is saying is that when you separate yourself, separate the awareness from the thoughts, you realize that you, who you are is that awareness. You're the space that all the thoughts, all the emotions are housed in, right? You are the awareness. And so as you go through this episode, you can start to become more and more aware of what's been in your mind that you're believing throughout your day, whether it was today, whether it's later on tonight, whether it's tomorrow, whatever it may be, you'll start to become more aware. And I use the analogy so that you can become awake, so that you can start this transition into becoming more and more aware, more and more awake, I use the analogy of a jar. So it's almost like you're in a jar and you're trapped in there. But the reason why you're trapped is because you can't see the walls. right? The, the, the walls of the jar are invisible to you. And so you're trapped in this jar that you don't even know you're in. You're not even aware of the, of the walls. And that's what I find many people and many business owners are stuck in. They just can't see the walls. They can't see the stories around uncertainty, around money, around vulnerability, around relationships, right? They're stuck in these stories, these stories of what they think they need to do and what they think they need to be in order to be enough, in order to be loved, in order to be safe, in order to be secure, And the reason why I've come up with the analogy of a jar is because it's also an acronym. The acronym is basically you're you're stuck in this jar because of the three factors. Three factors of judgment. Three factors. uh, The second factor is attachment. And then the third factor is resistance, right? J-A-R. That makes up your jar. That is your judgments, your attachments, and your resistance to the life around you. So I thought I'd put together a, a three episodes in a row talking about this metaphor, talking about this jar, and separating the judgments, the attachments, and the resistance so that you can start seeing more and more of where it is in your life. You can start becoming more and more awake because I can't, I can't wake you up. I may be able to trigger something, but you'll only start to notice this. This will only be a shift when you notice it yourself. I'll trigger something in you, but you're the one that awakens you. Hopefully you can see that. So what I do in terms of starting off this is start off with J, right? The J part of the jar and start to see where you're in judgment. And the way I like to structure this is I'll tell you a bit of a story. Now, this story has been told endless, countless times, and it's got many, many different versions. The version I heard to start uh, to start with was when I was in Canada, 
I actually, a lot of you know my story, but I'll, I basically started my personal development journey in Canada and I uh, invested half of everything I had in the bank while I was over there and decided to jump into a Tony Robbins coaching course. And I had no clue what that would lead to. It was scary for me. It was, like I felt this uh, pit in my stomach, absolute heaviness in my stomach when I thought about investing that much money. But the reason why I was over there is because I was just a lost little puppy. I had no direction on what I wanted to do with my life. And I just had this, this sense of, you know, not being fulfilled. I didn't have a direction. I didn't have meaning and purpose in my life. And this course, this, this direction towards coaching was a pull for me. It was such a huge pull. It was like, this is what you need to jump into despite how scary it is. And that was really my first leap, really my first leap. I didn't know it at the time. Um, what it would lead to but yeah it's led me to where I am now and obviously it's led me to the the journey where I'm now starting this podcast and and creating this you know this this change and this and adding value to this community that I love so much and so that was really my first leap and in in that course I learned from Tony Robbins and in, in, in learning these tactics tools and strategies of how to become a coach and how to create rapid shifts in people and one of the videos was he was coaching a guy and he, he he shared this story which i fits in which i find fits in so well with this topic of judgment so it starts off it's a story of a wise farmer and the farmer is growing up and he's and he's basically living on this farm with his son and they only have enough to basically feed themselves they they harvest throughout the day they go through the seasons they harvest just enough to get by which they're happy with um but you know in times when it's tough they're really really struggling but all of a sudden one day this horse comes into their their yard their farm and doesn't have any markings on it doesn't seem to belong anyone to anyone but the son and the and the and the farmer basically go up to this horse and the, the horse puts its head on the son's heart and has a connection with the son. And all of a sudden, they, they, they capture the horse. They start putting the horse to work and it, and it works for them. And it's such a, it's such a magical time of connection for them with this, with this beautiful animal. And now they're starting to actually make enough where it's, it's very easy to get by. And so the, 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 the village people, the people in, in, in the community come to them like, oh my God, you, you guys are blessed. You guys are absolutely blessed. You've got this amazing horse that just came out of the wild and now it's connected to your son. Now it's, it's tame. It's, it's, it's allowing you guys to just produce and produce and into a point where you don't, don't have to worry about that anymore. And the farmer's a wise man. He says, maybe, maybe. And as time goes on, for some reason or another, the horse ends up escaping and running away. And so they don't have the horse anymore. And now they're thinking, we just had this horse that was harvesting for us and was you know, providing immense value, and now it's gone. Now we need to change a bunch of our expectations. And the, the, the people come and they say, oh my God, how, how much of a curse is that? Right? The, what is it that this horse would come into this farm and work for you and then all of a sudden escape? You know, what kind of trickery is this? You know, your, your farm must be cursed somehow. It's not lucky, it's cursed. And the farmer's a wise man. He said, maybe, maybe. A couple of weeks later, the horse returns. 
Not only does it return, it returns with two more horses. Two more horses that are just as tame. Just willing to connect with the family and connect and, and, and work and, and help them out. And so they put all three horses to, to work. And now they're providing enough of their, of, their, of their produce where now they can start giving to the community. They can really start producing and, and, and adding value and, and contributing in, in, in ways that they thought never possible. The family the family's just in awe of what's happening. And the community members come again. They say, oh, my God, this is a blessing. This is an absolute blessing. How can it not be? You know, you must have this lucky farm. I'm sure you can see now the wise farmer says, maybe, maybe. A couple of days later, the boy was starting to uh, ride one of the horses and felt a connection with this, with this animal. So it starts riding and then all of a sudden, one of the horses bucks him off. Not only does he buck him off, but the other horses get spooked. And as they get spooked, they start to trample on the boy, on the farmer's son. They start trampling on him. Now, the boy lived, but he was left with broken legs and broken arms. Horrible. They rush him to hospital, and he turns out he's okay, but he's got this severely you know, crippling limbs and he can't work now. So now the the community come together like, oh my God, what do we do? What? That's just awful. Turns out that it was a curse. Turns out that all of this was just a, a big curse. And they say, what are you going to do now? They say to the farm, what are you going to do now? Your, your son can't be put to work. You're going to have to look after him the whole time. What are you going to do? This is an absolute curse. The, the, the community's going to you know going to get rid of the horses they can't keep these horses around they just they just crippled your son and the wise farmer i'm sure you can see now said maybe maybe this is a curse so a couple months later obviously they're struggling to get by but somehow they're making it happen and an unexpected war breaks out an unexpected war between a neighboring nation and they're outnumbered 10 to 1. So not only they're outnumbered 10 to 1, but now they have military coming through all of the towns who are collecting all of the sons who are able-bodied to come and fight in this war that they know they're going to lose. And I'm sure you can see now every family lost their son every family lost their deeply loved family members except the farmer's boy the farmer's boy with his broken arms and legs can't fight in the war so the farmer gets to keep his son and the community members all the wives, all the other members come to them and say, oh my God, this is actually such a blessing. Who would have thought having your son get trampled by those horses was a blessing in disguise? Can you believe it? Everyone else, all their sons are going to go fight ferociously in this war and obviously going to lose their lives and you get to keep your son. What a gift. 
And what did the farmer say? Maybe. That's the story of the farmer's of the farmer's son. It is basically when you have a circumstance in your life, we think we have an idea on if it's good or bad. The reality is we have no clue. Right? We have absolutely no clue if something in our life is good or bad. What we place as good or bad is only is only a judgment of what we think we can see, what our mind can see. So what's the moral of the story for you? What can you notice in your life that's a maybe? Well, you literally have no clue if it's good or bad. Placing a judgment on if something is good or bad in your life rather than surrendering, rather than just observing and seeing what's coming up for you. What is it that's going on in your life, whether it's clients, income, relationships, right? different challenges that come up? What is it that you're placing is good or bad? And where can you place a surrender statement of maybe, maybe? Because I'm sure you can start to notice when you pay attention to your body, when you pay attention to your breathing, when you pay attention to this present moment, there is so much more going on that is outside our ego, outside our awareness. Right? There's a connectedness between us. And in that connectedness, there's so much going on. There's so many lessons that need to be learned, so many ways in which we can be that is means so much more. And so I'm going through this as well with, with people who are in my coaching program, with people who are um, going through a bunch of challenges, whether they're, when they're in their um, in their stories and mentioning even on the Zoom calls with the community, and they are sharing their stories, and they're sharing from a place of "Oh my God, this is bad." I'm always thinking, maybe we don't know that. We would never know that, right? And so one thing a lot of you guys can take away is starting to notice where is it you're starting to place good or bad in your life is something good or something bad or is it this that's just the story your mind has placed on it so that you can have some security and some safety in holding on to something that you know for sure rather than observing stepping back and recognizing that you have no clue now, this doesn't mean you can't enjoy the things that happen to you in life, right? It doesn't mean you can't enjoy the things when, when clients come on board or you're about to change their life or, you know, someone gets married and, 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 or something happens to you that's just a synchronicity that comes out of nowhere. And, uh, you can enjoy those moments, right? In fact, you can enjoy them a lot more when it's separated, right? Cause you can see the beauty in it. Cause there's beauty in everything now. Right? When you have a judgment of something that says this is good, what you're also implying is that other things that are opposite are bad. Right? So you can place, so for example, if I have clients that are signing up and I make, um, I make some income, I can place that as, as something that's good that's happening to me. Or I can just really enjoy it. Because in that, I would enjoy that. I would enjoy if they don't sign up. I would enjoy if, if other people, um, if they sign up with someone else, I can enjoy all of it. Because I know there's 
there's lessons. I know there's a magic. I know there's uh, there's a, there's synchronicities and things that are happening outside my awareness that can lead to so much more. But if I think me getting a lot of income or money or, or you know even a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of uh, comments or engagement on a particular post on social media, whatever it may be, whatever it may be for you. You may be also recognizing that placing the opposite is also where something may be bad for you. So recognizing the duality there and in recognizing you can step back and see where your ego is placing judgments on what preferences you have in life. And notice that when you stay, take a step back and notice your ego trying to place good or bad, you can notice there's a magic to everything everything that's happening in your life right and when you start to notice that you actually start to notice that you're not the one in the jar you're the one that's not in the jar it's only your mind that's in there only your mind and only your ego is in that jar thinking what needs to happen who you need to be in order to be enough in order to be safe in order to be secure so for example when i left my job and I had the, I wasn't making a lot of money, and I let I took a leap to become a full time coach. I'm like my heart is pulling me to this, and so I took the leap, and I recognized that my mind, my ego, was so uncomfortable and in such fear with the uncertainties of money that when I leapt. And I started to meditate two hours a day. I started noticing that story and recognizing that there's no way my security can be in my income. There's no way that security can be in something that's outside of me. I am my security. Who I am is my security. Who I am is is safe, is safety. My creativity and my flow and being connected with that is my safety. That's where everything else becomes a byproduct. So that's one thing that you can start to be aware of is you are not in the jar. When you when you increase what we're doing is we're heightening our level of connection with ourselves, heightening our level of consciousness, and then taking the courage to take those leaps. And what you may find is that you are not in that jar. It is just your ego. It is just your story. It is just your mind that thinks it's in there, that thinks it's surrounded by a particular story, a particular way of being, a particular way of safety. So that's one thing you can start paying attention to throughout this day is getting present with your body, just breathing, feeling what's going on in your body, feel the aliveness in your body, feel the connection with things around you. And then from that place, from this present moment, start to notice where throughout your day you've been placing preferences or what we call judgments, placing judgments on what you think is good or bad, what you think is right or wrong, the right way to do something, the wrong way to do something. And when you notice that, you start to remove yourself from the jar and you can be and you can be the one observing the jar. So that's something to write down. What is it? What is it that you recognize is a judgment on your behalf? And the more things you start to notice, the more free you become. The more you increase your level of awareness to where you're trapped in your stories, the more you just start to become more and more awake. More and more awake to what the truth is, the truth of who you are, the truth of what's left, 
outside of the stories, outside of the jar. And so write those down. If you start to write down those stories, you start to write down those different levels, those different pieces of awareness that is coming through you right now. You'll start to notice that when you when you are in a place of surrender, you actually access a huge place of creativity and flow and alignment. And that's what's going to mean for your business. So I'm excited to talk in the next couple of episodes around the areas of attachment and also around the areas of resistance. We've touched on that in the past, especially in the first episode, but heightening your awareness to these topics is what's just going to separate you from those stories, increase that level of just awareness and awakeness within you, and you will see the impact it will have on your business, on the ventures that you're passionate about, on whatever difference you want to make in the world, and you can start to notice it in other people now. You start to notice in other people, you start to notice in yourself, and you'll see the the creativity and the flow that comes through because of it, because you're now removing yourself from that jar, and you can start to become the observer of the patterns that are within you. So this is exciting for me. It's exciting for me to present this because I know as I'm teaching this, as I'm talking through this episode, I'm becoming more aware myself. I'm going through this journey with you guys, and I'm just, uh, I'm just becoming more and more present and more and more aware as as i do this with you so it's it's super exciting it's super humbling to know that you're all listening and um and you're becoming aware as you listen to this so i look forward to seeing you on the next episodes and i definitely look forward to seeing you in the community take care now thanks for listening to the awaken your business podcast if you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute you might want to come join us over on the online facebook community called connect contribute collaborate This is the community of heart-centered business owners who are all doing this internal work. We mastermind around the latest business topics. We collaborate with each other to grow as one. And we do what we can to assist some charities and worthy causes around the world. So head over to TysonCoaching.com where you can find the link to join. And if you know you want to dive in deep into this work yourself, sign up for the free transformational group coaching calls. Whether you want to uncover some unconscious patterns or shift those you're already aware of, or maybe even just benefiting from the live coaching of other members, there's always takeaways that lead to more peace and clearly more business success on the other end. Because I believe it's not what you learn here that's going to help you with your awakening, it's what you actually do with it. So if it feels like your expansion, jump over to TysonCoaching.com and I'll see you in the community. Take care now.